Believe it or not. Strange, the bizarre, the unexpected. Unbelievable? Believe it. Ripley's Believe It or Not. Incomparable, inimitable, illimitable, inestimable, introducer of immeasurable, incalculable, incredible impossibility. Welcome to Ripley's Believe It or Not cast, the podcast that brings you deep into the strange, the bizarre, and the unusual. I'm Colton Cruz. And I'm Steph DeStazio. If you're wondering where Brent and Ryan are, not to worry. They're off preparing for season two of Ripley's Believe It or Not cast. Adam Darkot here as well. And in the meantime, we're going to be taking a closer look at the or not side of Ripley's Believe It or Not. This week, we're discussing the true nature of George Washington's teeth. So we've all heard the story of George Washington, the founding father who led America's colonies to victory in 1781, having wooden teeth. It reminds us that even the greatest heroes have flaws. Some stories say he even carved his teeth himself, a reflection of the admirable ability for a person to solve their own problems. This idea may make for a great story and a compelling lesson in character, but is any of it actually true, guys? So Washington did in fact have dentures. He wore several pairs throughout his life, And as one of the wealthiest people in the colonies, he was privy to the latest advancements in dental technology. That's not to say, though, that his dentures were ever all that good, however. It's still colonial times. Right. Like, his dentures were even made of materials including lead, zinc, copper, ivory, cow teeth, and sometimes even other people's human teeth, which to me is just super nasty. Yeah, I mean, I'm not much of a dentist, and I know that where I'm from definitely has a stereotype, (laughs) but I'm pretty sure making dentures out of other people's teeth is not okay. I feel like that's the most natural thing to do, though, right? We need a replacement tooth. What better than a tooth? Yes, but there's no, like, calcium or anything running to it. Like, wouldn't it get yellow and fragile and nasty? But isn't this, like, dental ethics 101? Like, don't... If you were at the dentist, right, and you were getting an implant done, the guy's like, well, I've got a spare tooth in room four. I'm going to bring that down. (laughs) I wouldn't feel great about it. Yeah, that that, uh, incentive to, like, well, he's got an extraction and he needs a... (laughs) Is that why they keep moving my appointments? Oh, God. Yeah, they're just (laughs) waiting for the... um donor list to, perfect, go, to get perfect. filled in this Wait. doesn't seem like a bad list like i was on board with everything like ivory yeah not too ethical itself but but fine cow teeth bit nasty but like other people that's the line i guess the question would be too like do you get to choose do they meet each other or is it an anonymous donor program where it's just kind of like no just, i don't know the history of this person's tooth i just I just get it I feel like he'd have a pretty good reign on this. Yeah. W- would you rather know who's... If you were getting someone else's teeth, would you rather know whose it is or just be anonymous? Oh, i definitely rather know. I want to know if that person took... Did they take good care of their teeth? Did uh-huh. they use like... Are your teeth sensitive? Because what if you start like... I don't know. What if you use like a whitening strip and all your teeth turn white and except that one tooth just snaggle tooth yellow? Mm. You know? Like what if it's what if it's just like a false, a false tooth? You can definitely tell. I, I want to go anonymous teeth. Yeah. That's me. Because, like, what if you had the tooth of a serial killer? I think that'd be cool. I don't need to know. Oh, man. Questions. So We, we actually got um, a submission to Ripley's.com recently from a dentist who makes dentures out of shark teeth. So that's another. Can you imagine having your dentures with giant fangs of a shark? That's pretty cool. I think that's pretty neat, too. So Washington details the purchase of nine teeth from slaves for an equivalent of seven cents per tooth. While that may seem barbaric, buying teeth from people was common practice during this time, and they were often teeth that had fallen out themselves. It wasn't like they were just pointing out people and busting people's mouth open for their valuable white enamel. 
It was also common practice to take teeth from the mouths of dead soldiers. No records indicate that Washington actually did this, but 34 years later, in the aftermath of the Battle of Waterloo, scavengers took to the battlefield with hammer and pliers, removing teeth and selling them to dentists. This practice lasted through the American Civil War, and dentures were sometimes even called Waterloo teeth. It's true, the aristocracy around the world was on the bleeding edge of dental treatment. They had the money and means to buy dentures like this and spent fortunes on rudimentary dental care. Washington actually lost his first tooth at age 24 and would face a lifetime of dental agony. He constantly experienced toothaches, tooth decay, and regularly lost teeth. While dentistry of the era wasn't exactly the best, Washington is thought to have had some hereditary tooth problems as well. Some of his letters and diary entries reference this teeth many times, describing pain associated with aching teeth, lost teeth, inflamed gums, and ill-fitting dentures. Washington became obsessed with dealing with his tooth problems, buying all sorts of medical devices including teeth files, medications, cleaners, and state-of-the-art dentures. Yeah, I guess we take a lot of rudimentary dental care for granted today. Toothpaste is everywhere. We've got Florida in our waters. Now I feel bad for Washington because I feel like all the rumors you hear about him, people are like, oh, his teeth were gross. They were wooden teeth. But he was going through a lot of pain. So you can't blame him for trying to explore his options on all this different, different new teeth, his inflamed gum issues. I feel bad for him. I'd like to roll it back uh, to seven cents per tooth. That seems like an absolute steal. And I feel like the last time I was on, we were discussing the price of lemmings. Now we're talking about the price of teeth. Is seven cents the good rate, or is this just not okay? I imagine that was good at the time. Seven cents, that would have been colonial times. That sounds like a lot of money. Because how would you feel if, like, the dentist was like, I'll take them all, seven cents a pop. You barely walk out with a dollar, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, true. But all you had to do was knock out your teeth. Perfect. So (laughs) easy. So by the time Washington became president, only one of his teeth remained, and he was given a pair of dentures carved from hippopotamus ivory with gold wire and brass springs. When Washington finally lost his final tooth, he gave it to the dentist John Greenwood for his services. What a memento. Yeah, the seven cent value tooth (laughs) for uh, all of that hard work. Well, Washington's dentures are obvious to historians in paintings. They create a noticeable bulge in his lips. Few sets of his dentures actually survive, but many of Washington's teeth are held in museums all across America. Some historians even think that the myth of Washington's wooden teeth helped make him more relatable to the common man who wouldn't have been able to afford ivory and human dentures. The rumor might have even spread during Washington's time because he was so secretive about his teeth. 20th century historians also fell for the wooden teeth myth, mistaking the grain texture on ivory caused by staining as wood. Washington's dentist even warned Washington that his dentures were becoming black and stained, asking him not to drink things like port, coffee, stuff like that. Well, he didn't just work with one. Washington did enlist the service of many leading dentists. He had dentures made prior to the Revolutionary War, and would eventually enlist the help of a French dentist, Jean-Pierre Lemaire, who had worked on many British officers' teeth. During the war, Washington's search for dental supplies actually ended up misleading the British Army. Washington's teeth were treated as a state secret but a letter of his requesting dental files was intercepted by the British in 1781. A mention that he would not be in Philadelphia soon made General Sir Henry Clinton slow to mobilize while the Revolutionary Army secured the war's victory in Yorktown. Interim Notcast is produced by myself and Sabrina Seek. Our executive producer is Amanda Joyner, and special thanks go out to Brent and Ryan for letting us host the show while they're at work on Season 2. You can find more stories and other or nots on our website, ripleys.com. If you enjoyed this episode of the Notcast, definitely subscribe and tell your friends. We'd love to hear your thoughts, so please leave us a review for the Notcast on iTunes. 
And as always, if you have comments, questions, or more or not ideas, email us at notcast at Ripley's.com or tweet us at Ripley's. Tune in next week when we learn the true story about Vincent Van Gogh's separation from his left ear. Speaking of Washington, have you guys heard about his hemp farm? His hemp farm? I have not heard too much about this. No, tell us. Well, he was, he was growing hemp, and a lot of people think that he was kind of like 